With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. <laughs> Hallelujah. See, the Lord will, the Lord, oh, let me take this off. Speaker. The Lord will give you, he will give you what you need, just keep your head. Don't go crazy. Now, if I was waiting on, if I was waiting on the um, the desktop, the desktop is still in the thinking mode. But here it is, four minutes later. Oh, now, now it's just now opening the software. It's just now opening, but. It needed to open right after I list, keep my head, listen to the Lord, and the Lord gave me, hey, you just logged in down at the church. You logged in on your phone at the church. Log in on your phone at home. If it's taking a long time, don't worry. It's going to be okay. Now, and now as I'm talking to you, I'm going to try and see if it tells me, yeah, see, and it's still giving me a hard time because it's not um, letting me log in. Now the software came up, but it's not allowing me to log in. So I'm going to keep it moving. Now, what what I want to do tonight, because I've got a lot going on, I've got the itching going on, I've got the, the, the stuffed up nose going on, thank God that it's pretty clear but I'm feeling the the, the uh, restraints of it. Um, I've got the exhaustion of moving around. I mean, I got these last few hours have just been kind of busy for me. I had the IT man down at the church, um, and and we did a mock uh, video of uh, a sample of of Bible study, and uh, and then he's going to take it home and edit them edit what he's uh, taking the video of and then going to bring it back to me as a sample um, so we can start to do our videos because everyone has been asking for videos of different services and uh, we need to have that down pat. And in order to get it down pat, what's got to happen? You got to spend this time and have some crazy days and we run down there, we're going to do the sample, we're going to see what he's able to produce and then we're going to go from there. The key is it'll wear you out. Now, when you get worn out, get some rest and go at it again the next day. Uh, today, we're going to continue to look at the Lord's Prayer. But for a portion of the time, I want to I want to take you off mute, and I want to ask a couple of questions to see if um, there's a certain area that there's some confusion. There has been some questions. There has been one or two people that have... Um, said, you know, especially in that area of that will be done, and that pastor, um, is, you know, how long is that going to last? Are we going to pray that will be done forever? Um, and and there's a possibility that, again, it, it's to the level of your understanding. We talked about this in Sunday school. 
if your whole heart is not in that will be done, if you don't have that, that understanding, then it's not a problem. Pray your prayer. You know, feel confident. God has answered your prayers before in the manner in which you're praying, um, and I don't think anything will change. The key is when you get the understanding, he says, in all you're getting, get understanding. So if there's an area you say, you know what, Lord, I'm just not there yet. I don't understand it. That's not a problem. God will bring you along at the pace that you're supposed to be. That's my confidence, that God knows everything. My confidence is that God knows everything. When we start talking about him being omniscient, he is omniscient. I hear you. Pastor, did you pray? Did you open us up in prayer? Father, in the name of Jesus, y'all know what I'm going to say, in the name of Jesus on this Bible study call tonight, thank God for Sister Sharon. I mean, she worked her way. God, I praise you for Sister Sharon working her way so she could get on the Bible study, worked it out with her phone, worked it out with the job that she could be on the Bible study. So I'm praising you for her. And then I'm asking God for each and every person that logged in tonight that your will be done on this call tonight. God, I know, I'm telling you, there's areas when you pray, if you turn it over to God, there's areas that you miss God ain't going to miss. There's things that you should have covered. You, you, you should have, you know how we say that prayer. When we pray, we say those things that, um, that I should have asked for. I don't know exactly how it's not coming to my mind exactly. Uh, um, things that I that that um, I should have asked for, but I didn't. Lord, please add it unto us. Those kind of prayers. Listen, when I say that will be done, everything that's supposed to be prayed is going to be prayed. Everything. Why? Because I'm turning it over to God. I'm turning my children over to God. I'm turning my marriage over to God. Lord, bless my marriage. How? According to your will. So, so again, um, that understanding, I have such a high reverence for the will of God, that God knows God. I don't know what to ask for. I don't know if I need that. And even the stuff that I do ask for, $3 million a year, um, if I ask for my business to be prosperous, only, only God, according to your will. If it's going to mess me up, I don't want it. I would prefer to have your will. So, Lord, you supersede in every area of my life, even according to the stuff that I'm praying for. So now, if there is some confusion, if there's some questions, we can do a live study tonight. And I know everybody is not going to talk. But if you have a question, and if you don't have a question, that's cool. We're just going to keep it moving in the area of um, the next area, primarily tonight. Um, it's going to be a shocker, and that's another thing I'm going to ask right before I, I put you back on mute. Let me see. And see, look at this. This thing, this thing still turned. Oh, finally, it's letting me log in. What time is it? It's 7.41. Here we go. Let me try to log in. Oh, see. Oh, you know why? I bet you I know why. I opened, I opened it in Chromecast. That's what it is. I opened it in Chromecast, and what just told me that 
is when I started to punch in the password, the username, it automatically gave the username. Now I'm going to let see now, and I'm checking this out. This is this is another thing when it comes to doing it according to the will of God. When you listen to God, you'll find out stuff I would have never known. I can literally log in on my phone and on the desktop. Pastor, what you talking about? Are you talking about the computer stuff, or are you talking about Bible study? No, see, it all plays a part together. You, stuff that God allows you to go this way instead of that way, you're looking at it as a headache. That's not a headache. God is showing you showing you stuff. He's showing you capability. Now that I'm, lo- I'm in the final stages of logging in, and it's gone back to thinking. Now, it may just be processing that somebody has already logged in with this in this particular account. So so I'm going to see how long that's going to take. However, while that's still thinking, I'm gonna, I'm going to move on to my question. Hold on. Now I'm going to ask the question first and hopefully this doesn't get too crazy with the people in their background noise. But are there any questions at this point concerning the Lord's prayer? Up to the point of um Forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. Lead us not into temptation. That's verse number 13, Matthew 6, 13. Uh, Lead us not into temptation. And we dealt with that for the last two weeks. Are there any questions or do we need to back up and deal with that will be done? Because I do have some scripture uh, that I'm collecting. I'm finding out that uh, everything is pointing to that will be done. I'm telling you, every time, now I don't know how you look at it, but when I look at it, I look at it from the that will be done slant, and I'm like, you know what? Everything is pointing to that will be done. Hold on. Are there any questions? Well, Here comes the noise. All right, well, now you're off for mute. Are there any questions concerning the Lord's Prayer or anything that we've covered? Or do you have a question about something that you say, well, you know something, as we went through it, we didn't cover so-and-so. And that's not, that, 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 that is and it's not a trick question. There is something that I have not really dealt with when it comes to this the first uh, portion that I'm going to deal with tonight a little bit. But is there something about what we have covered or something that you recognize, you say, well, Pastor, I didn't really hear you deal with this too much. Well, no, Pastor, can you go over last Wednesday? Uh, you know, just kind of catch me up, because I did miss last Wednesday, and, and I missed the Wednesday before that because I was working. Amen, <laughs> amen. So I am, I will, when, when it comes to that temptation, now the beauty of this call, and we're going to go over it Sunday, the beauty of this call is that I record every last um, uh, Bible study. Yeah, okay. So what I'm going to do for you, Sister Sharon, is when we get off the call, I'm mm-hmm. going to take the link and I'm going to send it to your phone. 
So you will be able at your leisure. It could be right after the call. It could be tomorrow morning. It could be 12 o'clock. And that's a very good question because anytime we miss a Bible study, you can always go on Talk Shoes website or on the Facebook page, uh, Mount Enon Facebook page, and uh, log into the listen mode of Talk Shoe where you can actually listen to the Bible study. So I'll do that right after the Bible study. If not, then we will definitely, uh, on Sunday, we'll walk through it. That's good. Okay. Okay. Any, anybody else? Is there a, a, a area? I have a question. Yes, sir. Um, why, why do some, most churches don't pay taxes? Oh, about the scripture. I, I'm so sorry. I did not know that. You just said a question that I always wanted to know. Oh, now, tax exempt, primarily mm-hmm. when it comes to tax exempt, uh, most churches are operating under a nonprofit umbrella. Absolutely. And if it's not the nonprofit umbrella, then it's the 501c3, which, again, mm-hmm. under the um, nonprofit. Right. And they fill out the paperwork to be exempt mm-hmm. because they are nonprofit. Now, one of the things that blows me away because, you know, and we all know that many of the churches have the challenge of once they start getting large, and there's a lot of money coming into the church, misappropriation of that money, which gives the church a bad name. Right, right. I was amazed when um, they found out that the NFL is a nonprofit organization. Get out of here. I said, what? Yeah, me too. But, But that's true. The NFL is a nonprofit organization. And it's just a way, again, of getting around the taxes that would be charged to that particular organization. And and that's what they say about a lot of billionaires and things of that nature. But the thing right. I will say, when it comes to that particular slant, folks really have to get wise with, what, with what's legal and what's not legal. So a lot of folks get around stuff that's very wealthy, and they're doing it according to the law. The key is you got folks that will not study. You see, this is what the Bible says, and it's not just talking about uh, uh, spiritual things. It says my people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge. Well, that's, that's not right. just in biblical knowledge. That's, that's in true. life. That's right. That's true. That's true. Yeah, they're not tapping into they're not tapping into things that are legally your right to be able to do and you didn't tap into it. And that's why I'm saying again, when you trust God, let me tell you something. This is why I'm pushing this that will be done so heavily and and I'm trusting that the the doors on some folks' minds are going to be open, their eyes are going to be open to this uh will of God. God has done so much in my life. Even today, uh, I was leaving men's warehouse, and um, again, with that schedule, I got this, I got to go here, I got to go there, I got to pick this up, got to do that. And I started to back up, but really did not look good. 
out my, my out my side mirror or the rearview mirror before I started backing up. And I'm telling you, just as sure as I'm sitting here, it, it felt as if there was a small speed bump behind my car. So I backed up maybe about seven or eight inches, and it felt like a little speed bump. So immediately I looked up because what did I hit? I hit something. It was small, but I felt like I bumped up against something. But when I looked up, I was like, wow, there was a car that had pulled because I was in a parking space with a big van beside me, and I could not see um, what was coming down the, the, the driveway in, in the Wegmans because I parked over in the Wegmans and walked over, and I could not see. And a car was already positioned directly behind me, but that, that whatever it was, and I'm saying it's God. I don't, you know, folks believe what they believe. God yes. will do little things for you, yes, dangerous you seen and unseen. So I'm like, wow, God, and I'm just elated. So you know me. I pulled back up, and I backed up again to see if I felt that little bump again. No little bump this time. I'm like, okay, where did that come from? I didn't even have to ask. I know my God looks out for me. Why? Because I turned everything over to him. Amen. Now, okay, I'm going to ask one more time because this is this is crucial, um, and, and, and it's going to make you laugh when you, when you finally hear what it is. And, and as I'm saying, I could still be one little portion of the, of the website is up. Matter of fact, it's even stopped thinking as if it's up. It ain't even going through the process no more opening it. The only thing I could see on the, on the page where I would log in is the Facebook, Twitter, and whatever the plus sign is. Let me see if it will tell me. Oh, the plus sign is this a whole lot more print, email, uh, Petrus, and all that other stuff. That's the plus sign. So it's a whole lot of other links on that page. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing that opened on the other page. Here we are. We're already deep into the Bible study. If I would have been waiting, I could be still on here explaining, explaining, or say, folks, I'm sorry, we're not going to be able to record this time. Uh, or, you know what, let's just cancel tonight. You guys got a, a, a night off. Uh, please spend time reading your Bible. No, no, no. We already full-fledged into our Bible study. Why? Because you did not panic. Open it up on your phone and keep it moving. God will make a way. Last time, I'm going to give you this last question. And I'm going to put it back on mute. Is there something that you recognize as you were reading through? Matter of fact, I'm going to read it. And and we, we've gone over, a, a, you know, almost item by item. It says, Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation. Is there something here that you say, you know what, Pastor, I don't remember getting into what? Okay, so I'm going I'm going to put you on mute and then we're going to discuss. Hello? Before I have a question. 
Go ahead. Um. So Jesus says that whenever we don't know how to pray, that we should pray this prayer. And I, I do, well, my question is, like, so, and the Bible also says to pray at all times, pray without ceasing. So when do we, should we actually recite this prayer? Like, I like to pray before I eat, or so should I say, like, pray over the food, praying this scripture, or what? Now, this is what I recommend. When it comes to praying over your food, look at what the Bible says. Because in actuality, it's not to a point where I can bless my food. That's what we say, bless your food. Did you bless your food? Did we bless the food? In my actuality, what we're doing is giving thanks for the food. Yeah. Okay. So, okay. When, so in everything, give thanks. So when it comes right. to your blessing of your food or praying over your food, when I was a child, we said, uh, what was it? Uh, thank you, Lord. God great. Oh, yes, 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 yes. thank you. God is great and God is good. And we thank God for our food. By his hands, we all are fed. Give us, Lord, our daily bread. In Jesus' name, amen. Mm -hmm. However, when I say my prayers now, again, a lot of times it's a prayer of thanksgiving. Father, I thank you for the food that's placed before me. I pray that it never distracts me or never hinders me from accomplishing the task before me. Mm-hmm. In Jesus' name, amen. I may mm-hmm. pray that prayer because what happens is sometimes when we get so full, guess what? Our perspective on life starts to change. <laughs> sometimes, and, and again, when I get in that digestive mode, when I'm in that mm-hmm. digestive mode, my thought, my thinking is different. Because mm-hmm. my body is going through digestion. And, and and as we say, once we finish eating, guess what? We get mm-hmm. sluggish. Yeah. And some folks, and I've noticed this, especially at family events, after we finish eating, next thing you know, the, the conversation is escalated. People get a different little mindset. They get happy. After. It's almost like they're drunk on food. <laughs> so that's yeah. one. Now, when it comes to this prayer, the Lord's Prayer, I recite this prayer every day. When I'm when I pray for the congregation, I'm praying that their relationship with God gets stronger. We say, Well, what about their sickness? What about their pain? What about their sufferings? Well, guess what? Ooh. If you trust God so much, and this is one of the things that I really wanted to get into where it comes to, you say, well, why would I pray that will be done? Well, let me tell you this. Pray your prayer over your body. Like say you get you get sick and, and you say, Lord, heal my body and see what happens. And if you stay sick, pray it again. And it almost reminds you of the time where the disciples, oh, I'm sorry, the prophet was on the mountain praying against the prophets of Baal, and they began to yeah, cut yeah. themselves and to yell and things of that nature to try to get their God to answer, and he did not answer. Mm-hmm. But when God's prophet prays a simple yeah. prayer and asks God to show up by fire, God showed up in an awesome, awesome way. Now, again, according to the will of God, many times, what is it? God is not listening to our prayers. We're praying for healing. He don't heal. We pray for healing. He don't heal. So what's going on? Because God's will 
in our lives. And again, he ain't looking at, he's not looking on the outward appearance. He's looking on our hearts. And since mm-hmm. we have said over and over again, Lord, have your way, or Lord, right. I love yeah. you, I trust you, I believe yeah. in you, then guess what? We give him the ability at that point to supersede our will mm-hmm. and let his will be done anyway. Mm-hmm. When it comes to praying according to God's will, mm-hmm. it is in line with what's best for us. So Amen. thank God for it says all things are going to work out together for the good to them that love God, to them that are called, called according to his purpose. Amen. you hear it over and over again, you're going to hear that will be mm-hmm. done according to his purpose, according to his purpose. It's going to work out for the good of them that's doing those things according to his purpose. <laughs> so many times what it's going to be is that we're going to face these challenges. We're going to have a sickness in our body. We're going to have folks that go and come against us. But you got to read the scripture where he says, hey, if I let my son go through what he went through here on earth, every temptation that was known to man, he had right. to endure. Right. He had to deal with it. Every situation that man goes through, he dealt with it, but he did it without sin. Then guess what? We are the brothers and sisters of Christ. Mm-hmm. And we're going to have to go through some stuff yeah. and show that, guess what? I'm sold out for God. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So so uh, prayerfully that, that opened it for you. I'm going to put you on mute, and then, I'm going to, and then I'm going to talk about this one little area that I have omitted. Mm-hmm. Now, as... as Hold on, and I'm and I'm still trying to open talk shoe on the computer, and the reason I'm doing it because I'm gonna do a live test, a live test while I'm on the Bible study. Now, watch this, and and each time when when I've read it before, I kind of breezed over it until today is the appointed day, and this is what I love about God's will. It it's not time for you. See, some people beat themselves up because I'm 40 years old and I have not accomplished this. I'm 50 years old, I have not accomplished this. Or I prayed and prayed and prayed, and I don't have no man yet. Or I'm still catching the the train, and I've been praying for a car. I'm understanding that when I'm praying God's will, it gives me a greater appreciation for where I'm at. Why? Because it's not based on my will. Yes, I can still ask. I can have the desires of my heart. However, my under, I call it the undercurrent, is stronger than the, the, the stuff on the surface. The undercurrent is that God's will be done. I have this desire, but that surface, God knows whether I can handle it or not. And if I can handle it, I'd rather not get it. If it's not time, I'd rather not do it. So according to the will of God, I believe this was the night that I'm supposed to deal with this particular area that I have it. Now, listen again. I'm going to emphasize this particular area each time I hit it. And it's throughout the scripture. So when I say, after this manner, therefore pray you, and this is not when this prayer is not. This is a model. So your prayer should encompass. It should have these elements in it. He says, when you pray, pray this kind of way. Have these elements in it. So somewhere in your prayer, you need to acknowledge God as your father. You need to acknowledge his reign in heaven. He's in heaven, his home, 
his his uh where he resides um as father however in in the person of the holy spirit he resides in us then it says hollow be thy name when we dealt with hollow in his name however when i read it watch this our father see i dealt with the father but i didn't deal with the hour when you get to verse number 10 it says thy kingdom come thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven right watch this verse number 11 Give what? Us this day. What? Our daily bread. See, I didn't deal with the Our Father. I didn't deal with give us this day, our daily bread, and forgive what? Us. What? Our debts. As, so when it comes to us praying for one another, there are some things that we can pray when it comes to praying the way the Lord instructed us to pray for one another. And what is that? That God is our Father, that you will honor him as your Father, as I honor him as my Father. When we get down, give us this day. So I'm praying that, guess what? Your daily needs are met. We can pray that for one another according to the will of God. Why? Because it says, give us this day our daily bread. But prior to that, and again, I love it that it's, uh, uh, it's brought out in the beginning. It says, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Then give us this day our daily bread. So it's all according, uh, before I go into anything else, Lord, according to your will, give us this day our daily bread. And when we went into daily bread, that is all of our provisions, not just food, not just a piece of bread. It's everything. When it says give us this day our daily bread, when you look into the actual meaning of the words, it's telling us, God, give us everything we need today. I trust you for what I need today. Not only for me, but again, this is something that's very, very important. And God brought this out to me. It, I wasn't even sitting like studying the Bible, but all of a sudden he brings it to my attention. It's for us. We are connected. That's why it's important to me that folks get the understanding not only of just the, the, the thy will be done, but for, the, for them to get the gist of the understanding of the word of God and the relationship, excuse me, the relationship that we desire, if, if, if that's your desire. Now, the key is, again, I bring this up often because you wonder when you look at it, why in the world did the Bible say where two or three are gathered? Pastor, you talk about it all the time. Why? Because folks don't have that deep and, and, and deep may not be the best word, but they don't have that appreciation, that understanding to the level that greater than these. You know how it says one can put a 1,000 to flight, but two can put 10,000 because it is so difficult to find two people who really understand and appreciate God to the level where they can really do damage in the spiritual realm, because you have these difference of opinion. Well, I can't pray that prayer with you because I'm not there yet. 
I can't do this because of, but when God says it's important for y'all not just you to get it, for y'all to get it. Even in the in the way that he laid out the prayer, he says, Guess what? You're not praying just for you, you're praying for us. This is our prayer. I might be reciting it, but when I say our father and you bow your head and you're in agreement, this is us. The key is when God looks at my heart and looks at your heart and he looks at my heart at a level of 100%, I'm buying in to what he says here in this word, and he looks at your heart and you're at 92 or you, matter of fact, let's go, 72, or you're at 65, or you're at 50% buying in to what's being said, then guess what? We're not in agreement. The, the way this is supposed to go is our father. So, bam, 100%, we believe that he's our father. This is so our prayer has power. Hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done. When we say thy will be done, it's not, well, listen, I want his will to be done today, but tomorrow uh, I want to slip in a little bit of my will. I want his will to be done um, uh, this week. And I'm, I'm a little bit shaking, um, I'm stuttering because I'm, I'm cl- closing down Chromecast and I'm opening up Internet Explorer and I'm going to try it from a different approach. Um, while we're doing this, I'm going to see if how this thing is going to work out. You can't get to the place where you love God so much. You can, you can either get there or you can continue to struggle. Where God is in control and I trust him with every area of my life. Now, as you look back through the Old Testament, you're going to find out where they, mm, thank you, God, where they're supposed to go, they ask God. Who they're going to deal with, and when I say deal with them, if they got to go to war, now, you didn't see them asking God, can I have um, carrots today or lettuce? I don't, I don't remember them saying, Lord, um, what should I eat today? Now, when they were in the wilderness and they didn't have nothing to eat, um, that was a different story. When they got to the point where they, they for themselves, that uh, manna, that manna wasn't enough, then guess what? Then they asked God, hey, could we have some quail? Could we have some meat? I remember when we were in Egypt, what we had available to us, and now we don't have those things. Ah, look at that. Hallelujah. Yeah, it may, folks, it may, it may be my little Chromecast. Yes, not Chromecast. What is it called? Uh, Yes, not Chromecast. Google Chrome. It may be my Google Chrome doesn't, yep, it's flowing real quick with Internet Explorer. Thank you, God. God is a revealer. He is a revealer. I'm just celebrating him. Here we go. Yep, and there's everybody, and it happened very quick. Can't use Google Chrome. Okay, everybody is there, and I can take it on and off. All right, amen. Thank you, God. Okay, so where are we? 
This is where we are. Have you brought into it? And, and listen, this is a level of belief. He says, oh, ye of little faith. Oh, you, you don't believe. Help my unbelief. Well, how long are you going to help my unbelief? You've got to start buying into it. How do you buy into it? Start doing it. Let me tell you something. The challenge that a pastor faces, the, see, an evangelist is different. You come in, you drop a word on some folks, they, they, they believe or they don't believe. Guess what? You ain't got to deal with them. You're moving on. You preach your little heart out, sweat your suit out, and you move on. But with a pastor, you're, you're, you're obligated as the shepherd to bring these folks along and to make sure that they're getting fed. But not only are they, listen, I'm watching the sheep. You're not eating. You're over there eating on a lot of those roots. I'm bringing you to where the grass, this is good grass. Eat this grass. What good grass are you talking about, Pastor? I'm saying that if you get to a place where there's something that challenges you, you start talking to God about it and open this Bible in front of you, let me tell you something. There's been many of morning, many are early, I'm talking early in the morning, 4 o'clock in the morning, 5 o'clock in the morning, 6 o'clock in the morning, where I'm, I flip the Bible open, Old Testament, New Testament scripture, and all of a sudden, bam, the light bulb again comes on that you are on to something, son, that I trust God so much that, again, whether I'm going to have lettuce or spinach, that's based on the nutritional, nutritional value. I like spinach more than I like lettuce because once I read that lettuce has no nutritional value, it's really just a filler. So when you eat that lettuce, it's, it really don't have a, too much of a taste to it, and it's just a filler. So for the time being, you've got something in your stomach, you've got something for your stomach to digest, but it really has no nutritional value. So I'm choosing spinach. God is not, he's not wrestling with me over that. But he is wrestling with me when it comes to superseding something that I want to do opposed to something that he needs me to do in order for, watch this, his plan here on earth to be moved forward. So what we do have turned ourselves, yes, you gave me the power to do whatever I want to do, but I love you so much, what would you have me to do? That's the commitment. That's the dedication of that will be done. And watch this. It's not about me committing. It's about us. Now, I like this because the Holy Spirit just dropped it on me. As you read in the Lord's Prayer, it says, Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Before it started getting to the collaboration, it appears that up here in verse number 9 and 10, it almost as if it's, again, under the umbrella, thank you, Holy Spirit, our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done. There it is where it says, again, it's not about an individual, but it's about a collective body who can get on the same page. And that's why, again, I bring it up. If two or three of y'all can get together touching and agreeing, let me tell you, you're going to do some damage. The key is, nope, you don't agree. Nope, you don't agree. That's why I say when it comes to prayer meeting, it's better for just a few people. 
I mean, dam- damage can be done. Can you imagine you got 50 people in the room and you got all these different levels where the folks are really not? That's what would happen back in the day when you would see miracles happen in prayer meeting, where prayer meeting was so strong and so powerful. Why? I believe that you've got a lot of people together. You have 42 people in the room that night, but guess what? You had a very high level of confidence in what was being said, what was being believed, what was understood, that was making the prayer powerful. When you get those individuals, yes, that person believes to this level, and they're only doing the damage of the 1,000 demons being put to flight. But when you really talk about putting the demons on the run, you get folks on one accord. So here we go. It says, it says, our Father, there in verse number 9, verse number 10, you don't see it, but when it comes down to verse number 11, give us this day our, our daily bread. Forgive us our, de- our debts as we forgive our debtors. Lead us not into temptation. When it comes to us praying for one another, this is what you pray. You pray that your brothers and sisters are not tempted. You pray that they, listen, have a lifestyle of asking God to forgive them. And if God has not, listen, I don't know if you understand it or not, but it says forgive us. It is a collective body. This is the body of Christ. He gives out gifts within the body. And within the body, guess what? You've got a job to do and I have a job to do. And we can't do those jobs effectively if you're burdened down with a rucksack of sin. Forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. So that's your desire. Well, how do I pray? You pray like this. You ask God to forgive your brothers and sisters of their sins. Ask them to bring it to their remembrance that they might ask forgiveness. I'm believing that when I ask God to forgive you of your sins, that to wash you and cleanse you under the blood of Jesus, that's how I complete it. In the Old Testament, you had to offer a sacrifice In the New Testament, the sacrifice has already been offered as Jesus Christ and his blood washes away the sins, past, present, and future. So I plead the blood of Jesus over your life, and I'm asking God to forgive you of your debts. And those that that have a debt against you and those that you have a debt against someone else or something wrong that's been done to you or a wrong that you've done to someone else, Lord, let them from out from under that weight of sin, that separation from you, these are the things that we can pray. Amen. Amen. Hold on a second. I got another interruption. Jordan forgot. Jordan's ready. Amen. So so that's the kind of thing That's the kind of thing where you say, well, how can I pray for one another if all I'm praying is that will be done? Well, let me tell you something. I I, I will have to tell you that will be done covers it all. There's nothing that's outside of the will of God. Listen, your prayer. Now, I understand if you really look at it, God is whispering uh, about that will be done. Uh, Where was it? I believe it's in verse number two. If you go up here to verse number, okay, listen, I'm just going to, I'm going to jump right here. 
Verse, I'm going to go all the way to verse number one. Take heed that you do not your arms before men to be seen of them. Otherwise, you have your reward, your father which is in heaven, um, of your father which is in heaven. Verse number two. Therefore, when thou doest thy arms, do not sound a trumpet before thee as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and in the streets. It says that they may have glory of men. Verily I say unto thee, Say unto you, they have their rewards, but when thou doest thy arms, let not thy left hand know what the right hand is doing, that thine arms may be in secret, and thy father which seeth in secret himself shall reward thee openly. Now this is where I really wanted to get verse number five. And when thou prayest, thou shalt not be as the hypocrites are, for they love to pray standing in the synagogues and in the corners of the street that they may be seen of men. Verily I say unto you, they have their reward. Now, that's very, very deep right there when it comes to the way we pray sometimes and to have the understanding, why did you say that particular thing in your prayer? See, your heart, your heart got to be right in order for it to be effective. You, you can sound real good, and you're sounding things that sound good to other people. God is saying, yes, it does. You got what you, what you were trying to achieve. That's when it says you have your reward. Father, right now, in the name of Jesus, some of the emphasis that people put on particular words or the volume that they use, is really about people. It's not about God. He says, what, you, what I want you to do, do it in secret. What you do in secret, I'm going to reward you openly. And then he tells you how to do it. Verse number six says, but thou, when thou prayest, enter into your closet. When thou hast shut the door, pray unto thy father, which is in secret, and thy father, which seeth in secret, shall reward thee openly. But when ye pray, use not what? Vain repetition, just saying the same thing or the same routine over and over again. Again, you will start to hear it. God, we trust you and we love you. Father, in the name of Jesus, have your way. Have your way in my marriage. Have your way in this church. Have your way with the body of Christ. God, we love you. Help us not to sin. Help us not to yield to sin. See, it's going to give you what to pray. Sometimes you folks praying, I'm not the judge of your prayer. God is the judge of your prayer. He's saying that your prayer is going to be effective if you do it the way I'm telling you to do it. And this is how he tells us to do it in Matthew chapter 6. So, again, if you still have confusion, I dare you to talk to the master about it. Don't, don't go to the, to the liaison. Don't go to the middleman. That's me. Go straight to God and ask him, and I'm going to tell you, he will start to reveal to you. No, 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 you don't need to do all that. You don't need to do all that. Watch what happens. This vain repetition, as the heathens do, for they think that they shall be heard for their much speaking. See, a lot of stuff we can eliminate out of our, they think that they can be heard because they talk a lot. Or they say a lot of things where people uh, chime in and say, okay, that's a good prayer. We like that. Your reward is 
people thought that you prayed well. That's what it says. You have your reward. Because what you were really aiming for is for folks to say, clap, 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 great job, you prayed well. No, I'm not trying to get great job, you prayed well. I'm trying to be effective. I'm trying to, to, to send demons on, the fl- on flight. And, and I, see, I struggle with it to say, let's get on one accord. Why? Because now it's not just 1,000 demons, but 10,000 demons. We can back demons up off your children. We can back demons up out of your marriage. We can back demons out of your life. He says, the, the, the disciples, I think, no, it could have been Jesus. Somebody asked him, asked the demon, said, what is your name? He says, my name is Legion because we are many. Now, this was one person with many demons in him. I've never heard that 10,000 could not be in one. It says, my name is legions. So you've got a bunch of demons. When the demons was cast out, it filled all. It didn't say the demons went from one man into one pig and went. No, it went into a herd of pigs. All the pigs lost their mind, ran down the hill, and drowned. So when it comes to us being effective, it's important for us not just to pray prayers, but to pray prayers with understanding, to know the power that we're accessing, and to know, guess what? We're on one accord. We know what we're doing. And demons are fleeing. Why? Because it's according to the will of God. Some folks, watch this, they're going to um, die. They're going to be in the grave stinking, and Jesus got to come and get them. Well, some folks would have prayed that Lazarus never would have died. Well, guess what? God would have never raised them from the dead. He would have never had the testimony to guess what? I got up from the grave because of the power of God in Jesus' life. Or or God being on earth in the person of uh, Jesus raised me from the dead. The folks who believed on Jesus because Lazarus got up from the dead would have never believed on him. Why? Because a lot of folks, only when he broke fish, turned a little bit of fish into a lot of fish, or until folks got up from the dead, or from folks dropping dead, Ananias and Sapphira, when they drop dead, then all of a sudden, folks start to believe when they see miracles. Listen, maybe you can start to get a deeper understanding and a deeper belief in God because of your study. Because of your studying of the word. Now watch what it says. It says, they think that they can be heard because of their much speaking. Uh, verse number 8 says, Be not ye therefore like unto them, for your father knoweth. Oh, my God. Listen. Your father knoweth what things ye have need of before you ask. That's got to soak in. You've got to sit and you've got to meditate. You've got to really let... Hold on a second. I can't, I can't ask anything he don't already know. What I, watch this, what I don't know is what is his will for me. So what I can ask is that his will, he know I'm going to be selfish. He knows I'm going to be greedy. He knows, watch this, I'm going to pray in ignorance. 
knows that I'm going to pray that, that my child never goes to prison and that his will is that, guess what? He is going to go to prison and that folk are going to come to Christ under the ministry, under his ministry in prison. Now, I could pray, oh, Lord, don't do this, don't do that. Don't let her get pregnant. Don't let her, don't let this happen and don't let that happen. Yeah, I can pray that prayer, but as I'm leading the Bible study to get you to understand that guess what? I'm praying something that's out of the will of God. See, um, um, what's his name? Jonah decided he wanted to do it his way. God gave us a wonderful example through Jonah that when you want to do it your way, let me tell you something, my way, I'm going to get it done my way. He went, instead of going to Nineveh, he went to Tarshish. When he went to Tarshish, listen, he he wreaked havoc in other folks' lives because he was out of the will of God. What God told him to do, what God tells us to do, watch this, is to pray not only me, but us, our, be on one accord. Listen to what he said. He said, love me and love one another. Be on one accord. Function as a body. The enemy will not have the victory. Yes, you will run into tr challenges. Yes, there will be droughts. Yes, some folks are not going to have children. Yes, some folks are never going to get married. Yes, some folks are going to be jobless. But guess what? Take care of one another. Love one another. Sacrifice for one another. When you guys get together, demons are going to flee because of your one accordness, because it's us, because it's our. The key is, can I get a group of people who trust one another, who trust me enough that they turn everything that I've turned over to them, they turn it back over to me. Who, listen, when you start researching, who knows better than God? Okay, I know, I know the question. I, I hear one of the questions. But but God gave me free will. God said, this is my life. I can do what I want to do. Even in your ability to have the free will, and you do have it, who knows better for your life than, than God? Even in the midst of my desires and, and my plans, my goals, guess what? God still knows better than me what's best for me. I, I can pray for you. You say, well, I, I need a promotion on my job. I want more money. Who knows whether you can handle the money? Who I, I'm praying for you that you get a better job, and guess what? I don't even know. Listen, this is how we pray anyway. We pray blind. I don't know how you're handling the money that you do have. I'm asking, you're not honoring God with the money that you do have. I'm asking God to give you more money to dishonor him even more. Blind. I'm asking God to hold this marriage together. And he said, uh-uh, this marriage got to get torn apart. This man is cheating. He cheating every, and, and then he cheat and then come to church and front and say, pray for my marriage that we stay together. 
and God is allowing it. Do you know how many marriages, Christian marriages, fall apart? And some of them rightfully so because of all of the mess that's going on in them. The adultery, the the disease, all kinds of stuff that folks are bringing into marriages and then want folks to pray. Pray blind for me. Just pray whatever I ask. Sickness in their body. That The sickness, guess what? Sickness would have brought it out. But you bound it up. You bound the sickness up. You bound it up for them. There are certain things that God knows will turn us around. I pray tonight that understanding turns you around, that you start digging into this word, that you start questioning God to show you about the connection, our and us, and about his will. In Jesus' name, Father, let your will be done. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, amen. Now, can I tell you something? If I can just take one more minute. Let me tell you what I had planned to do because the way my body was feeling and all that I had done, I was going to to say it in the beginning of the Bible study. We're only going to do a half an hour tonight. I need to get off the call. My, My nostrils, my sinus passages or whatever, all opened up. Everything was flowing. The exhaustion that I felt on the way home, guess what? All lifted. My idea was to cut Bible study 7.30 to 8. But guess what? It's 8.31. It's not my will, but your will be done. God, I love you, and I thank you for each and every person on this call. My prayer for them is that they get a closer relationship with you, that they walk free from sin, and that you provide everything they need for a closer walk with you, that they learn to trust you with every area of their life, where they can say with confidence, that will be done. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you, saints of God. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.